Kia ora, tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome to Airman's Podcast, episode 398. Today is Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. This episode is called 17 and 28, and that refers to two different anniversaries that fell this week, and both in consecutive days, no less. Woohoo! <laughs> today is the 17th anniversary of the Airman's blog. I started, I posted the first episode 17 years ago today. And that's directly related to this podcast because in my very first episode, episode one, I said that I saw the podcast as an extension of my blog. And in fact, it turned out to be that way. There were there was a time when I thought I was doing something completely different, but I realize now, with the benefit of hindsight, that this was essentially an audio version of my blog because I talk about the same sorts of things here that I do on my blog, except that I often talk in more detail here than I do on my blog, which is indexed and in writing and more feels more permanent somehow. In fact, I guess it actually is because if I ever stopped paying for the hosting for the, this uh, podcast, they'd all go away. But <laughs> be that as it may. The other episode, episode 28, was actually yesterday, and that was the 28th anniversary of the day I arrived in New Zealand as a tourist. And Nigel and I met in person for the first time. And of course, that's related to both the the blog and podcast because back in around 2004 I think it was he started encouraging me to start a blog and I didn't do it at the time actually I thought that you had to pay to have it hosted and I thought that would be foolish I was some things don't change actually but anyway so <laughs> I didn't start until 2006 and then around that same time he also suggested that I start a podcast and I did and then he went out and he bought me all sorts of equipment for it, mics, and gave me one of his mixers that he wasn't using anymore because um, he bought a different because you will remember that he was interested in doing um, internet radio and things like that. And so, but he did buy me the mic I'm still using to this day, and he bought me the, the what do you call those things, the, the spring arm that it's attached to. I can never remember what it's called. Anyway, and cabling all sorts of things over the years. And, of course, computers as well. And so he kept me really quite well-stocked te technology-wise. And he probably still would if he was alive. So all of this is all related. All of these episodes are related. And that's actually related to my first topic today. This coming weekend is the final Pride 48 live podcasting um, extravaganza. I'm not taking part. I Not on purpose, actually. The truth of the matter is that I, I think I got the email about it first, about signing up for dates, and I forgot all about it, as I do. I forget about everything. Although I don't know that I would have anyway, because I, I don't have streaming software anymore. I'd have to get that organized, which is neither here nor there, I suppose. But the, the point of it is that I don't know that I would have done it, even if I had. Um, I did notice that uh, Scotty Little Aussie Battler is back, as are some others that aren't podcasting anymore. Um, but Paul from Archer Radio is not, which I thought was interesting. And I haven't talked to any of them about this <laughs> to find out what the story is, but it was just what I noticed. Now, before I talk about Pride 48 any further, I'm going to play the um, promo here. And I think it's about a minute or, or thereabouts. I played it at the end of the last episode, but because it was at the very end, it's possible that maybe you didn't hear it. So here's the promo for this year's last Pride 48 podcasting extravaganza. Mics, mixers, action. 
Mark your calendars because this September 15th to 17th, Pride 48 is the place to be. Join us for our grand finale and final annual live streaming podcasting event. Experience the vibrant colors of our community with an entire weekend of LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts from our stable of current shows, some that you haven't heard in many years, and even a few brand new ones. It all kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, September 15th. More information can be found at our website, pride48.com. And that promo featured the voice of Auntie Vera Charles, formerly of the Vera Speaks for Real podcast, who Nigel and I met in real life several years ago, together with Gooch and Tom and Terry and a friend of theirs who I won't mention because they're not in podcasting. And it was lovely to meet them. One of the few podcasters I've met in real life. And I have a suspicion that I probably won't be meeting many more in in the years ahead because I may never make it back to the U.S. You, You never know. And it's un- probably unlikely that many of them will make it here. So what that means is that it's very unlikely that I will meet a lot of them. Now, I haven't sp- spoken to anybody behind Pride 48 about why it's ending and all that, but my understanding is that it just was seen as not really necessary anymore because there are so many opportunities for for live streaming, like through YouTube or, or Twitch or whatever. And... I fully get that, and I don't really have an opinion about that one way or or another. It's sad in the sense that it's the end of an era, and it is a major change in things, because I met so many people through Pride 48. Initially, it was just through individual podcasters that I met, and I would meet other podcasters through them and so on. But then as Pride 48 came together, and I was involved in Pride 48, I hosted a show in in the first episode, first years, rather, of the remote um, event, and was host, all sorts of things like that, host at one point. But I originally started just by meeting podcasters individually. The first show I was on other than my own was an Archer Radio group show. And I met Big Fatty through Archer Radio. As a matter of fact, the first group show we were on together, the first thing that uh, Fatty asked me was if I'd put my pin on a, on their um, their ham map. That's what it was called. And uh, fra- it was the Frapper map. And Frapper was this weird thing that existed then where visitors to a site could put a pin on the map from where they were from, which is an odd little <laughs> little thing, but it was, it was a thing. And it ended. And when it ended, the um, company gave users a chance to download their data. And it turns out the data was compatible with Google Earth. And so I looked at the data, visualized the data that way, and it was kind of odd seeing it on a globe because I was used to seeing it on a flat map. But um, at that time, Fatty was on the Little Fatty cast and is now in Big Fatty Online, and the online is very important. But I met all sorts of other folks through through Archer Radio, but then also through other podcasters that I met often through Paul, but not necessarily exclusively. And many of them had podcasts. Some of them have stopped their podcasts. Some of them have stopped podcasting many, many years ago. And to be fair, there have been plenty of times I wasn't podcasting either. So, yeah, everything changes. Everything ends. I don't really have a strong feeling about the end of it one way or another, except from being sad from a kind of nostalgic point of view, because those early days of podcasting were so much fun because it was exciting. It was new. It was different. We were doing stuff that hadn't been done before at that time. Now the the whole 
what do you want to call it, personal media landscape or whatever, is ch has changed. There is so much live video that is done now through YouTube and other places. Not so much audio. Most, a lot of stuff is of that sort of, of that sort is now um, visual. And part, part of that is because YouTube pushed it and, and others have as well. But I don't know where any of this is headed ultimately. There aren't as many personal journal podcasts as there used to be. Nowadays, they all seem to be about something, usually true crime, it seems. And so I don't know if an audio podcast such as this really has a future. Not that I'm planning on doing anything or changing anything right now, but as you know, I've been thinking about this for quite some time and what I should do going forward. Should I continue to pay for hosting or should I try to find a free service instead? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to end up doing in the future, but you'll certainly be among the first to know. But yeah, so Pride 48 is ending this weekend, and I'm feeling nostalgic about that and kind of sad, but not in a not in a heartbroken kind of way, because like I said, everything changes. The only thing I do regret is that I never got to go to one of the um, live um, in-person events in Las Vegas or New Orleans or whatever, because that means that there are a lot of folks who I will never get the chance to meet. And that's just the way it is. You know, life goes on. Now, this past week, I have been doing some planting outside and some work outside. It all started because I needed to, to pick up a click and collect order for Leo from um, the pet store, which is just down a, a short street from this small uh, independently owned garden center I've been to several times, never bought anything there. But I've always wanted to because it's independently owned. It's not a, a big chain or what have you. And I just thought, should I bother going? They're probably not going to have anything that I'd want. Oh, well, I might as well go. Well, it turns out they did. <laughs> they did have it. So I bought some more plants to plant along my fence line. The plant is called Pittosporum, which is a native. Um, well, it's generally used as hedging, but it's actually a small tree. It grows up to, depending on the variety, up to four or five meters tall. And... So I got six of this one variety and one of another, which um, one is the one, the single one is similar to one I already planted several years ago. Now, about three years ago, I think it was, I bought six different plants and I got one in the ground and then the others just died before I got a chance to get to them. And that had to do with everything that was going on with me at the time, as it always does. And so that was that, that just never happened. And I never got back to it. Well, I decided I really wanted to get that finished. And when I went out to plant the first ones, I had to clear out the weeds that had grown over the weed matting. And I, I did this a similar thing at a different part of that bank um, last year, late last year, October. And I stopped because of the weather, and the weather all summer was horrible, so I never got back to it. And it's all grown back now, of course. Well, the same thing happened on the other end. This is by the patio end. It's toward the front of the house, the front of, front of the property. And so I had to clear out all of that grass and weeds first before I could dig a hole to plant the thing. So that took two days, basically, to get that clear enough. And digging holes in that, it, I've talked about this before, it's just a nightmare because it's thick, gluggy clay. It's horrible stuff. And I've because of that, I have to dig a much bigger hole than I normally would so that I can put in lots of dirt and give it a chance to get established before it starts um, sending its stronger roots into the clay, which it eventually will because it's a native. It, it can deal with it. And, yeah, so I got um, 
two, I got one in first and then I went back, I think it was the next day and did another one. And then I went back a couple days later and did another one. And the weather hasn't cooperated since. I've got four more to put in. And hopefully the weather will come right and I can at least finish that task. But after that, my ultimate goal is to take out the weed mat and the bark that's on that bench. Uh, bench. <laughs> God. Off that... Uh, what should I call that? The devil's lair, that... Um, little bank along the between the fence and the, my lawns. I want to even it out a little bit, and I'm ultimately going to probably put down some of the leftover newsprint I have from when I shifted in three years ago. Um, as, the, as a temporary weed net, it'll eventually break down and enrich the soil as it does. And um, I may put the bark back, but I'm more likely to put some soil on, garden soil on top of it and spread lawn seed or even wildflower seeds or something so it can start putting down roots until I can get some other things planted. But the thing about growing grass on it is at least then I can just mow it. I don't have to go and pull the weeds all the time. But I'm not really sure about that. So that's going to be an ongoing project, and I'll probably be talking, in fact, I'm sure I'll be talking about that in the months ahead. But it's still a little bit early to be getting too much into the outside work because the weather is really changeable this time of year, and it's been a bit cold and wet lately again. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But that was my big project so far um, since I last recorded. Other than that, things have been pretty much going on as they have been for quite some time. Now, in the past, I've talked several times about what I call the loons, goons, and cartoons. And there was a story that was in the news recently that made me laugh. And I, I want to start by saying first that there is a uh, slang term that's used to describe the people who believe in and promote and all that, all the really insane conspiracy theories out there, including about reptilians. And I mean, there, I still can't believe there are people who actually believe that, but there are. And in Australia, it originated in Australia. They call them cookers. And I don't know for sure, but I think it's probably sort of derived from the word kook. But at any rate, they call them cookers. And if somebody is just, you know, la-la, and they're often conspiracy theory land, sometimes it's said that they're cooked. And one of our cookers is um, someone named Liz Gunn, who used to be a broadcast journalist and is now full-on conspiracy theorist promoter and so on, using her media skills to help do that. Well, Somebody, apparently it was not her, but somebody who supports her created a, um, what do I want to call this? Um, a promotional video, I guess, promoting her, a party shit up, she set up called Loyal New Zealand, which is weird, but anyway. And so she used a song by Sir Dave Dobbin called Loyal, which is a really important song in, in the New Zealand popular music canon. And... I often have said that if New Zealand had a musical soundtrack, it would be the songs of Dave Dobbin because they're just so ubiquitous. And I've talked about that before, I think, maybe. At any rate, the um, they gave um, these people a cease and desist order and and I think they did delivered a copyright strike against the video for using the song without authorization, particularly because they don't want it used for political purposes, but also because it was promoting really weird weird shit. Well, in the article I was reading about it, it talked about how on the you know the far right 
um, things like Gab or whatever it's called that they use, they were talking about um, that that Sir Dave is part of the globalist conspiracy of the World Economic Forum and the Gates Foundation and all the other things that, and probably George Soros, I'm sure. And they said that um, that Sir Dave was actually a reptilian, <laughs> which prompted the uh, the news article to have a one-line sentence. There is no evidence Sir Dave is a lizard. And uh, some people were also suggesting that they use Lord's Song Royals, only have her change it to loyal. And somebody else said, no, 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 Lord is a Satanist. And um, so this article had another one sentence thing. There is no evidence that Lord is a Satanist. And I thought to myself, you know, that's really what they ought to be doing with these cookers. Every time they say something that's batshit crazy, they should just have a matter of fact, simple declarative sentence immediately after it, pointing out the fact that these people are talking bullshit. <laughs> Uh, but it just made me laugh. Oh, there's no evidence for Dave is a lizard. <laughs> you think? <laughs> but that's it for today. That's it for this week. If you are so inclined, drop by pride48.com this weekend for the extravaganza. I will probably be in and out of the chat room over the weekend. We'll see how things go. But that's it for today. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you soon. Kakiteano. Bye. You can comment on this or any episode of the Amarin's Podcast at amarinspodcast.com, where you can also leave a voice message. You can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me, with or without a voice message, at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website. <laughs>